everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Let's Talk About It with Dace. I am your host, Daisy, and on today's episode, we will be talking about anxiety. Just a little disclaimer behind this first episode is this is all based off of our own experiences because we are not medical professionals. So with that being said, let's get started. I want to introduce you guys to someone that I have here that volunteered herself to join me on this new, new episode. And um, I want to go ahead and introduce her. Her name is Monse. Welcome, Monse. Hello. Hola, mi gente. Why did I just sound like Celia Cruz? Ya empezamos mal. No pasa nada, bebé. So I wanted to bring um, Monse here to this um, episode um, with regards to anxiety because I feel like ever since we met you've helped me out a lot even to talk about it just normal because I feel like I never had anyone to just be like I'm, I have this or this is an issue for me so um, let's start by saying how we met and what has us here now and talking about this yeah, so we met at Madhouse Games. Shout out, shout to, out to him. <laughs> uh, we met there at a boxing class, actually. Yeah. Yes, you showed up and started talking, which later I found out you said I have a resting bitch face. So anyway. Yeah, I honestly never thought that you and I were going to be like this, like this close or become this close. Because, yeah, bitch, you have, like, a pinche cara de, like, no me hables. <laughs> de, de mirame y no me toques. Exactly, exactly. But I am very nice, people. Don't yes, she is. She's an amazing human. So, llegó un día que llegué and you were like, what's wrong? And I'm like, but in between all of this, ya nos mandamos mensajes. Um, we were already, like, talking. We were really cool. Um, llegué and you were like, are you okay? And I was like, si, sí, no pasa nada. And you were like, no, no, what's wrong? And then we did the boxing class. Y cuando salimos, ya no me pude aguantar. And I was just bawling. Um, creo que ese día I had a really bad day at work. And that's what triggered my anxiety that day. And we had a conversation over it. And we were like, no te aguantes. Um, talk yes. about it. Say stuff. Um, cry if you need to cry. You know, all that good stuff. So... I provided a safe space for you to do that yeah. because as my journey with anxiety, I realized that we feel a little shameful to have anxiety yeah. space. It makes it better for me and more comfortable to show up, to show up to the gym, to yeah. show up anywhere and also has made us closer. Yeah, a lot closer. Because we know how we feel. Pero uno como latino, yo creo que para mí, I feel que esa palabra no se puede decir. Because for our, you know, parents being Latinos, they're like, eso no existe. Eso mm -hmm. que es. Párate a limpiar. Yeah, no, yeah sí, like, no, oh, no. limpiando se te quita. I feel that that's what made me not want to talk about it. Right. Um, cuando ya yo y tú, we opened up about it, and you would check up on me, yo me quedaba así como like, damn, like, I shouldn't, like, I would take your advice, y luego me quedaba like, she's checking, someone's checking on me, like, to see, to make sure that I'm okay, and then that would make me like, snap out of it, like, no, no pasa nada, 
you know like it, it does help to check with somebody and um, we'll talk about what's helped us in a bit but that's one thing that helps is if somebody checks on you or you yourself gets out of that spiral little mentality that we can get into and you reach out to somebody or you do something because it gets your mind off that stagnant thought or whatever it is that's making you feel the anxiety that that day that certain day uh, but let me share a little bit about when my anxiety started and it was a few years ago or more than a few i won't say how many because then you will know my age <laughs> <laughs> but it started as a result of a bad breakup i was younger and i had no idea what it was and neither did my parents and it would get really bad to the point that i would faint and my parents because they didn't know what was going on would call 911 dime que sentías que me moría <laughs> like you couldn't breathe um, um, i would wake up and you started when i it started when i would wake up so i would wake up go to the restroom brush my teeth you know do all that and i started feeling very hot very very hot uh, jittery and I had no idea what it was so instead of me doing the opposite uh, uh, slowly breathing I was hyperventilating which makes it worse and I thought something was really wrong with me mm -hmm. and I didn't have anybody to talk to about it I myself didn't know what it was and so then as soon as I would feel to the point that I couldn't handle it anymore, I would tell my parents or my sister, shout out to my sister that was always there for me, and she would tell me to calm down, to breathe, but it was already too late. It was so bad that I would faint. So ahora, based off of que ya sabes que te pasa, how it, how it feels, how do you think you bring yourself down from it? I feel like I have become such an expert in it. I know myself more. I'm also mentally stronger. And now, if and when, because it doesn't, the anxiety doesn't appear in my life the way it did in the beginning. Now my anxiety is different. But when I do feel some type of anxiety, I right away get out of it my own head. Yeah. Right away. I get out of my own head. I just talk to myself and I said, nope. We're not fucking doing this today. Mm -hmm. You're not fucking feeling this way today. You're gonna get up. It messes up with it. your entire day. Yes. And as soon as I start kind of stop feeling sorry for myself in that moment, it just turns my mentality and I start doing something. Right. And this has taken years though. Please don't think that by you waking up tomorrow and if you have anxiety, you just tell yourself, don't feel sorry for yourself. No. And you're going to be fine. No, no. not yeah. at all. Let's just yeah. be clear about that. This has taken me years. years. When I was in the midst of it, nobody and nothing could make it go away. And as the years passed, I, I guess uh, going back, I would go to the hospital. Everything was fine. ¿Qué te decían en el hospital? En el hospital me decían, estás bien chiquitita. <laughs> no pasa nada, no bebé. Pasa nada, bebé. <laughs> Uh, they would say that I was fine. My vitals were fine. I was a healthy human being. And the doctor would say, you have anxiety. Would they um, misunderstand it as depression? 
No, never. Never. It was never depression. It, the doctor always explained to me, what were your symptoms? What did you feel? And he mm-hmm. said, it's anxiety. Yeah. And at that point, we started tracking uh, how, how, often? how often and when it would start. As the years went by, I did seek out a therapist, um, but and it helped tremendously. But let me tell you, I have a secret. A ver, suelta la sopa. I have a secret. Anything that would help, girl. One of the biggest things and probably the best thing you can do to help with anxiety is work Work out. out. (laughs) So, mucha gente no entiende. It's it's the, if not the, if, it's just the best medicine for you to yeah. work out. Even if you're feeling tired, stressed, whatever it is. Ya cuando um, haces tu ejercicio, it's like you let it out. Yes. And I don't mean get a membership, go to the gym. No. I'm saying exercise, whatever that means to you. Yeah. If you're going to walk, if you're going to the park, if you jog, if you run, it Whatever exercise means to you, do it. Yeah. You get free endorphins. Yeah, a lot of people say, ¿Por qué haces tanto ejercicio? And sometimes it's not because I want to look a certain way. I feel like I've worked out for so many years not to look... I Maybe in the beginning, I started working out to look a certain way. And then after, I, I noticed that it helped my anxiety. So based off of that, like... Como tú dices, to boost up my mood. Eso es lo que hacía. Go for a jog. Go for a run. Do sprints. Because yo siento que cuando corro o estoy haciendo ejercicio, no pienso nada. I don't right. focus on anything. Like, my mind just goes blank. Yes. And then after that, it's like, ay, me siento. Like, I feel, it feels really, really good. So, I think por eso, I think I've been more consistent on working out. Not because... Obvio, también me encanta el gimnasio. Yes. Y me encanta ir a chismear contigo, pero... Obvio. Ese es otro rollo. <laughs> but it, the endorphins we get from the exercise help us. It changes our headspace. You sweat. And it's just the best thing you could do. Every time I would leave my therapist back in when I was seeing her, the last thing she would say is, Mom said, don't stop working out. Yeah. It was just... The last thing she would always say and emphasize is don't stop working out because it helps so, so much. much. Yeah. Along with other other things that we can discuss mm-hmm. that I've taken that are natural supplements. Let's talk about how anxiety fucks up with your sleep. Oh, the anxiety... I- for me, I think has morphed into yeah. the sleep issue. Mm-hmm. When I don't sleep, when I don't have adequate sleep, it changes me entirely. I'm just an entire different person and it triggers my anxiety. That's it, right. Which starts all... Because anxiety, you're either living, you're living in the future, right? Mm-hmm. So when I don't sleep, I end up getting this like to-do list in my head. Oh, I have to do X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. and in the future this, and it starts making me I think me we're spiral. overthinkers, too. Right. Um, but I mean, I've always been a really light sleeper, so cuando me da y me da en la noche y ya no puedo dormir, al siguiente día, 
me siento horrible. Like, to the point que quiero llorar todo el día. Yes. Because, obvio, estoy cansada. I didn't get enough sleep. I'm stressed out because I need to get work done. Como tú dices, I want to do so much on my to-do list. Mm -hmm. But feeling that way, I feel like I can't get to any of that. And then it triggers to feel even worse. Oh, yeah. It it makes you a, a totally different person. And I guarantee that you won't like that person. That, that... Como las amistades te pueden ayudar either a sentirte peor o a, to boost you up para sentirte mejor. Para mí, I think Monse is my person to go to because even in the morning, cuando nos damos los buenos días, and it's like, como amaneciste? And I'm like, oh my God, I had a really bad day, bad night. Um, and then ya tú estás ya, no pasa nada, let's do this, it's Tuesday, we're going to get a good workout, you're going to be good. And then that, ya con eso, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. You know, pero I feel that a lot of friends no saben lo que es. So si les explicas, no te van a entender, primero que nada. Y there, there's only certain people or certain friends that would check on you. Oh, yeah. It's it's always such a good help to have somebody that understands what you're going yeah. through. You know, and te voy a cobrar for all my therapy sessions. Okay. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. It helps to have somebody, like you said, check in on you or just voice how you're feeling. Because as soon as you voice it, it's out of you. It's not in you. You just kind of throw it let up, it out. let it out. Yeah. You know, and that's always helpful. But it's shameful, and I don't know exactly why. Why? Yo creo que es, es la, comuni so um, la comunidad latina porque saben de, de este issue and how big of a deal it can be how big of an impact it can have in your life like i would not want to have it i would not want to feel this way um creo que hace dos años cuando empezó the whole covid thing was when i opened up to my sister and i was like listen i feel this way mm -hmm. and it's an issue and i feel like i need help pero de todos modos i feel like no lo, no lo van a entender hasta que no lo sienten right so they underestimate how big of a freaking issue it is in someone's life well because not just anxiety but everything else if, if you don't feel it or you don't have it it's easy for you to say just do this or yeah. just do that yeah and why can't you just stop thinking about that yeah. it's easy to it's easy for people to judge and point their fingers um not just with anxiety with anything but uno nunca sabe lo que el otro está sintiendo. yeah and you can't you can't be harsh on someone for me, it was very difficult because I was young. And, you know, at times my parents were like, are you doing drugs? Yeah. Uh, what's going on? And I, I would say, no, I'm not doing drugs. I don't know what's going on. I really didn't even know the word anxiety existed. Yeah. That's how years ago it was. And, you know, I felt like my journey was lonely. I didn't yeah. have many people to talk to. Y por eso aprendiste como how yes. to manage it on your own. I feel I feel the same. Um, creo que it took me freaking 10 years to figure out that I needed to see a doctor. Mm. And I needed to ask for medication. Because para mí, I was like, that's a bad thing. Like, why would I go to the doctor and get medication for this? Like, there's no need. It's so intense. But, yeah, but there's times where we need it. So it's yes. like it could be it could be mild, like I consider my anxiety now mild, but it could be extreme where you don't even want to leave your bedroom. Yeah, some people have it that they don't want to leave their bedroom or they don't want to leave their house or 
you know, they can't drive. I know a few people that get anxiety while they're driving. Driving. Una me pasó una vez. Mm-hmm. Um, right after my dad passed away. This was like 10 years ago. And I literally panicked so bad que I had to, like, like sentía como que no podía manejar, no me podía salir del freeway. Like, I just went Stuck. blank. Mm-hmm. And then the whole breathing issue, like, oh my God, voy a chocar. Something's going to happen. I got off the freeway. No me acuerdo donde. Like, I just sat in my car and I cried it out hasta que más no pude. And then, obviously, I was able to drive myself to work after. But I was like, never again. Like, how did I allow that to happen while I was driving? But it's not that you allow yourself. Right. It just freaking happens out of nowhere. Yes, it comes at you like a slap in the face. Yeah. And then you're right in the midst of it. And not until you develop tools and have gone through it that you're able to meet it right back and like slap it right back in the face and say like you're not gonna get to me you know but it takes a long time and it's just you being graceful with yourself taking some time to say okay this is what i'm going through but this doesn't define me and it will it's you know this too shall pass type of thing I have that tattoo, by the way. I have that tattooed on me. Sheesh! Two shall pass. Mira. Ah, sí. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that phrase just has helped me so much. You're not going to stay stuck there. It's just... And it helps to have, like, you know, that type, some type of mantra. You tell yourself when something, when you're in the midst of it. Para nosotros es... No pasa, no pasa nada, nada bebé. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I always used to talk to myself. I mean, I still talk to myself a lot, all mm-hmm. the time, actually. That's what helps me. But because I developed anxiety, the thing that came after that was I noticed that I was claustrophobic. And that was horrible. How did you figure that out? I figured it out the most horrible freaking way is in the airplane. Because I had a full-blown panic attack in the airplane because I wanted to get the fuck, fuck out. out of it. <laughs> and me decía, no, siéntate, siéntate. Yo, no, 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 a la chingada. Sáquenme. Sí. Pero I feel que cuando te pasa eso, quieres salir corriendo. Yes, that's like it's why. part of that's one of the symptoms. Um, so, a lo mejor no es que you're claustrophobic, es que es parte de lo que te está pasando en ese momento. Like you just want to get out. Well, I just I guess diagnosed myself with yeah. <laughs> being claustrophobic because I hate being in airplanes, which I do obviously travel. Yeah, because like I said, it's not gonna beat me. It's not gonna define me. Uh, and then I dislike being in uh, elevators. I just dislike it. It starts making me nervous. I do it. Mm-hmm. I don't take the stairs. I mm-hmm. you know, I don't go around it because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't want it to to define me. Yeah. But I dislike it. It's I'm in the elevator and I'm just breathing and I'm just trying not to think or I engage in a conversation if there's other people in the elevator so Except that I'm not, yeah, so mm-hmm. that I'm not in my own head. Um Let's talk about a little bit about the symptoms. Um, como cuando a uno le dan ganas de llorar y de la nada. Porque estás contenta. You can be happy and had a good time with your friends last night, for example. Right. And then today is like downhill because you woke up feeling, you woke up feeling a certain way. Um, 
medications. Do you feel like you're always going to need it or you can go without it for like months? Well, I actually never took medication for anxiety. The therapist that I had was, you know, she was more into the healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So she gave me like a cocktail of natural medicine. But I do have medication. So when I just completely just can't handle it or I can't sleep or it's been days that I haven't slept, slept. Yeah. then I'll take something in order to kind of regulate, make sure that I sleep throughout the night and then right. I become myself again. But medication for some people is very important because, yeah. like I said, some people don't want to leave their home. Some people can't even go and to the And they need it to be able to do that. And then they need it. So there's no shame in having to... Need it. Need it. And or take it. Enjoyed the fact that I took a lot of uh, natural medicine because I was able to research it and figure out what it was doing for me and how could it help. So me. now your parents know that this is an issue for you. Yes. How do they feel about it? Do they talk to you about it? Like the preguntan? Like... No, they they don't. Actually, I'm the one. I'm very open. So actually. If my mom calls me, she's like, oh, I haven't seen you in two days or like what's going on. And then I'll tell her like, I'm feeling shitty. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get back into my normal routine. They're very supportive, my parents percent. So she'll say, okay, we're here for you. Or, hice de comer, hice un caldo, ven, en que te ayudo. You know, they're very supportive. But when I was young, like I said, it was not like that. Yeah. When I was young, it was more like, are you doing drugs? What's up? What are you doing that? is making you feel this way. I don't think that my husband knew how severe it was until two years ago when, again, COVID started and I was told that I was going to stay home, working from home when my entire routine changed. And he saw como me ponía. Like he always knew it was an issue, but not how badly it was. And I met more women than men obviously that have, mm-hmm. that have had it and I say obviously because I'm not going around or men are not coming up to me saying like hey I have, I have it. Yeah. I'm feeling this way you know they're a little more reserved can be some mm-hmm. but I have met a lot of women that feel the same way as I do or worse and they open up because I like I said open up myself and give them yeah. the opportunity to share and it's and they say, oh, me too, and yeah. I'm going through this, and I'm going through that. And maybe because I've dealt with it, I can kind of tell when someone's... But there's there's also some people que les dices que tienes eso, and they're like, how? You're so pretty. You're so outgoing. Oh. You're so oh, this. Yeah, because being You're so that. And it's like, exactly, right? exactly. You're so outgoing. How? Like, por qué? You know, like, they don't understand where it and, came from. And you bring up a good point, because I am very outgoing. Mm-hmm. You know, I love talking, I love going places, and I'm outgoing, but because I am that way, I also need my alone time. Mm-hmm. I also need to tune into myself, make sure I'm doing what makes me happy, and not doing things because of others, or for or for others, and that has helped me a lot, just try to maintain a balance within myself as mm-hmm. far as going out yes but also staying in and you know being in nature and that has helped me tame my anxiety so i mean it's just what 
what you have to find what helps you and until you find that then you're gonna struggle you know you're gonna yeah. struggle with and it's gonna feel like como que you're en, que estás en un hoyo y no te puedes salir pero ya cuando empiezas a aprender your, your own self tu cuerpo como se siente que puedes hacer to make you feel better you start learning from it and then I feel like later in time ya vas a saber like yo for me I feel como que when I'm gonna get a panic attack I feel it in my breathing first obviously mm-hmm. y yo me puedo decir like like calmate like my heart start starts palpitating like I'm gonna die like I'm gonna have a heart attack y, y empiezo and I'm like oh shoot like it's gonna happen but then I talk myself down from it you know like yeah like, because you, you feel you already know the feeling feeling uh-huh so you know it's coming yeah you know when i like i said when i was younger i, I didn't know what the feeling was i thought i was just gonna die yeah or like a heart attack or something yeah no, <laughs> i felt that way and when I, now that i'm older if and when i feel that way my body starts heating up. That's how I feel it. Yeah. It starts heating up. And one of the tricks, this is funny, but it helps if you want to use it. I open up the freezer and I put my head in the freezer because it's cold and it cools me down. And then I start I didn't breathing. know that. And I'm, I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I start breathing the cold air. Mm-hmm. I guess it mimics like oxygen because they give you oxygen. Yeah. You know, it's cooler, but... And so I put my head in the freezer and then I get ice and put it in my neck to mm-hmm. cool my body down. down. Because as soon as I start feeling the anxiety coming, I my body heats up. Yeah. And then from there, it's just like, I want to get out because me empiezo a desesperar. Right. Ya que estamos hablando de desesperación, ando un poquito desesperada porque anoche tomé. Y una de las cosas de nuestra lista de que tenemos que hablar es alcohol. And how yes. it makes it worse. How it's the worst for anxiety. Aquí bien cruda. Aquí bien cruda hablando de alcohol. Yes, alcohol does definitely make everything worse, I should say. Not just anxiety, but uh, alcohol makes your anxiety stronger say it gives you the high mm-hmm. like say for example yesterday you were probably in a high having fun right pinche weedy weedy shot y la verga and then ahora te levantas and it's like yeah you feel you're coming down and I'm just here literally sitting with you solo porque tenía que ser les prometí este podcast so you know I would probably still be in bed Sí. Y ya se hubiera ido todo el domingo sin hacer nada porque, exactly. you know, porque tomé ayer. Pero And no aprendí. I'm going to sound like a total doctor. Everything in moderation. I know. Daisy. Pero ya sabes cómo But, soy. De un shot a otro shot y quién sabe cuántos me tomé. No, y luego nosotras y la botella. Y, y la le botella, digo, ajá. Uno. And I told myself, ya yeah, Daisy. Pero ese ya yeah, Daisy, like, yeah, no llega. But based off of the alcohol, como dices tú, al siguiente día you feel shitty. Even the third, second and mm-hmm. third day, you know, y si en esa etapa de que tomaste, you were already feeling shitty. Yes. Even worse. Oh yeah, it makes it worse. And if you suffer from depression, it makes it worse too. And then the alcohol stays in your system. So it's... it's... So the definition of anxiety... Um, 
is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, physical changes like increased blood pressure. People with anxiety disorders usually have recurring intrusive thoughts or concerns, which we talked about. They may avoid certain situations out of worry. Trait you can say as a Virgo is that I like to plan. Mm-hmm. I like to organize. I like to know. And that has been my downfall with anxiety because I want to know, I want to plan everything. And when I was younger, if my plan deviated, I didn't know how to handle it. And I would flip out and Mm -hmm. it would, you know, fuck with my day or the plans or the trip or whatnot. But as I've gotten older, I've just released. I let go and I go with the flow. And if I have to pivot, I'll pivot. Yeah. And it's okay. And that has helped me fuck 100% to be better overall. Not just with anxiety, but overall. I just say. So, si tienes que lavar los trastes, no se lava no trastes. Se lava. <laughs> si no los quiero lavar, noche, no los lavo, no pasa nada. No pasa nada. Yeah, I just go on life and say, like, okay, well, whatever, you know, this is what I plan today like for example today i have this and i have another thing but if the other thing doesn't come through cool i'll just do something else and before it would bother me it would bother me because i would try to control everything Mm -hmm. and hence the anxiety would come and now since i don't do that i feel like anxiety me la pela way nos (laughs) nos la pela um how often do you think que te sientes así and is it always based off of work or some like odd situation get the puzzle? Lately, when I feel anxiety is because stress. Mm-hmm. I get stressed out about either work or a situation in my life. And I'll start the overthinking. Mm-hmm. And then I don't sleep, which makes me a whole different person, yeah. which spirals into the day, like you said. And so I have to do my best to maintain a stress-free life. It's funny that you say that because uno de los días que te sentías así que no dormiste. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can see it in your face when I went to the gym. Yes, that tú decías, like, I'm mad at myself for yes. being mad. Like, ¿por qué me siento así? Like, why? Like... You were just upset that you were feeling yes. that way. You were like, I can't snap out of it. Like, me enojo y estoy like... You were upset at yourself. Yeah. First, because no habías dormido. Whatever it was que, que te pasó ese día. Pero... Es, oh, un poquito de que eres virgo también. Son bien pinches enojones. De todos se enojan. De todos se enojan. Pero... Ese día, um, we talked, we worked out, y, sas, yeah, you were like, yeah. fuck, I feel better. Yeah, because it helps, well, one, to work out, yeah. and two, to just get out of your own fucking head. Yeah. And by being there with you, chatting, I got out of my own head. And I, I've become, if something's wrong, or something bothered me, or if I had a conversation with somebody, and it triggered me, I always self-reflect and say, why did that trigger me? Or, and is it worth it? Is or it worth why time? am I feeling this way? I self-evaluate mm-hmm. and then I think, okay, I try to get to the bottom of it so that it doesn't happen again or that I watch it. And that's why that day I was so annoyed with myself because yeah. I couldn't pinpoint why the fuck I was feeling so bitchy. Yeah. You know? But it helps to, like I said, to go 
to get out of your whole like little space you're in at that and time. talking about it talking yes. about it no, definitely that... talking about it mm-hmm. because so many people don't want to talk about it so many without un chingo to reach out or like to tell you like me estoy sintiendo así you know y, y lo hablo y, y te lo digo and then it was it's like yeah yeah pasó. it's gone yeah. yeah well i mean it's not not gone, gone <laughs> but it's at least you feel relieved that you let that feeling out. out yeah or go and it's so great um a little bit about the alcohol and why it's so bad for you is because of the it changes the levels of serotonin in you, you know, and when you work out, you get like dopamine. So all of that, if you suffer from a lot of anxiety, I suggest that you research it and not in just the feeling way what we're talking about, but as far as the science behind what's going on in your brain. Yeah. Because then you will truly understand what's happening and when something's, when you have an anxiety attack coming, you'll be better equipped to know how to pivot out of it because you'll say, okay, I drank last night, so my, you know, serotonin is down. Like, what can I do to pick it back up? Mm -hmm. That type of... No tomar, güey. No tomar. (laughs) Y el Pedialyte no te va a ayudar. No, no, no. El Pedialyte no te va a hacer nada, We we can end with... Un día me mencionaste that you meditate. And all the supplements that you take. Do you want to talk to talk about a little bit of, of that? Get tomas meditation and if it has helped you. Tomo tequila por si quieren. Amo no recio. No, 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 no. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. I started meditating a few years ago when my therapist suggested I do. And at first... Because you have such a running mind when you have anxiety, it was so difficult to just sit and try to quiet the mind. So I decided to take a course, which was every Tuesday for I think like six weeks. And that helped a lot. Uh, Like I said, it helps to understand how your brain is working, what it's doing when you're having anxiety. And that helped me a lot. And so now I have a little station in my room mm-hmm. where I sit. I'm not going to lie and say I sit every day, but I sit often and I meditate. I do guided meditations. I do better with guided meditations because there's all sorts of meditations you can do. But the end goal is to quiet the mind and let the thoughts just flow cool. and not attach yourself to any one thought. That is the goal. It's just let them flow, let them flow, let them let them pass by, but don't attach yourself to one. Mm-hmm. And so I do that. I meditate. I also go to breath work classes and uh, sound baths. Necesito que me invites a una de esas clases. Vamos. <laughs> the, sound, the sound bath is great for some people. Like I said, this is what helps me. It might not help you. And you might not believe in it, which is fine, but it helps me quiet my mind and stay within myself. The breath work is great. I feel like it just releases whatever I have stuck inside. That has helped me. And I do that, I don't know, maybe once a month or whenever I have free time. I I head to Long Beach and I I take the classes out there. And then another thing is just 
keeping it simple stay with close friends that you feel comfortable with that understand what you're going through family like my sister was such a crutch for me she understood even now my sisters and I are always you know we're in a group chat and my girlfriends are too the things that are free are probably one of the best, best things, things that you do. can use every day mm -hmm. girl use the voice notes send your friends a voice note mm -hmm. every morning check up on them Tell them you're frustrated with a husband, with a kid, with a boyfriend, with the parents, with whatever it is that's going on with work. Surround yourself with a good group that's going to hold space for you whenever you need it. That has helped me a lot and continues to help me. Also, being around energetic people, you know, just like you said. that Hyping each other up. Yeah, just like you said that when, I, when you're feeling some type of way, I tell you like, no, we're going to do this. It's going to be a good day. We all need that mm -hmm. because... If you're feeling down, somebody's going to bring you back up. You know? Exactly. Um, in, in this episode, I was a little antsy and scared to touch it because I don't have a lot of knowledge over it. Um, yo sé lo que yo siento, yo sé lo que I'm going through, but I couldn't talk about it as perfect as you did today. Oh, so I want to thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today and talking about it, opening up to this topic, which a lot of people think it's a big deal. Um, sé que fue un, po un poquito más seria la cosa hoy. Sí. No um, cotorreamos como, como siempre, pero I'm going to bring you back on y vamos a hablar pendejadas. For sure. <laughs> um, And Daisy is going to add the supplements I take on the description, description of the podcast. I can do that. And then one last thing, if you guys feel the need to see a doctor, please do so. Like, I know friends are helpful, but if you guys need to see a doctor, please yes. see a doctor. And reach out if you have any questions or if you... A lot of the people that listen to this podcast are friends of ours. Yes. So if you guys need advice, if you guys want to talk to us about anything, you guys can feel free to do so. Ya que dijimos que somos abnormales. Sí. <laughs> And if you're still here listening, thank you so much. We thank you, yes. You. Thank you so much for tuning in. Y esperen el desmadre porque este podcast fue serio, pero se vienen mejores serio, cosas. Pero, serio, pero. <laughs> thank you so much, Monte. Bye, everyone. Thanks bye, for bye. having me.